Welcome, everybody. This is the U.S. Grace Force Podcast. I'm Doug Barry, along with my very good friend, and soon to have his birthday coming up, Father Richard Heilman. And our guest tonight, Kathy Gimmer, we're going to be getting into some great stuff on Catholic Marketing Network and all kinds of very important things that have to do with the ammunition that we need to fight this good fight. But before we begin all this, we want to start with a prayer. And Father, I always turn that over to you. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much, Father. All right. First of all, we always want to say the housekeeping rules here are is, you know, don't throw stuff at us during this podcast. No name calling, no heckling. Uh, we wouldn't hear it anyway, but you can comment to us anything you'd like to say. We'd be fine with that. But we want to thank everybody who does support and encourage us in this podcast. I just had a great time uh, just this last, last weekend up in Wisconsin, spoke at a men's conference, and then went over to Father Howland's parish. Father and I, Howland and I got to go out and have a steak dinner. It was great. We rarely get to do that sort of thing. And then I got to go to Mass at his parish the next day and then hang out at Gracie's Cafe, which is a <laughs> phenomenal place. So, so it's just wonderful. But all the people that came up and comment on the U.S. Grace Force is amazing, and we're so thankful for that. And I heard a lot of that at the men's conference as well. So thank you all so much for that. Please continue with your comments and your prayers for us. It means everything to us. Those who want to continue to support us financially through the Patreon program, thank you so much. God bless you for that. You can click the link in the description below and find out more information on that. If you would like to join the Patreon program and help support us financially and keep this message going. You know, something that we always run into, Father, I know you and I have talked a lot about is this is the cancel culture. And we'll talk a little bit about some of that and also some of the positive side of what's happening regarding these canceling sort of events that are happening. And I know you're going to get to that in just a moment, but it is amazing to see that as we have seen this canceling go uh, forward with so many different, uh, you know, uh, different venues and avenues and areas where people are getting hammered left and right. Um, we also see the people coming out of the woodwork to support this uh, efforts like what we're doing, I should say, forgive me, efforts what we're doing to try to get the word out more. Uh, you know, we know that there are priests out there who've had GoFundMes put out there or fundraising to try to help support them. But people who have supported the Grace Forest podcast, Father, it's been phenomenal. Their prayers, their comments, their encouragement, their financial support has been amazing. And it absolutely does help us keep moving forward. And we, we just, we, we love you for it. So God bless everybody for that. And thank you. So, yeah. And I, I but before we get rolling here and uh, we're so excited to have you, Kathy, uh, I wanted to alert people to an event coming up that I was alerted to, and it sounds super intriguing. It's called the Coalition for Canceled Priests, um, and you can go to uh, canceledpriests.org, uh, plural, ca uh, priests, canceledpriests.org to find all the information about it. But it's going to be um, uh, a, a, a great gathering where we're just trying to figure all this out. I, and, you know, with why are these priests being canceled? I, I, these aren't priests that are, you know, grooming little boys or anything like that. We, so many of the faithful and these priests really don't understand why they're being canceled. And so we're, we're trying to get this out um, to, the, to, to get to a point where we can have a real uh, charitable, uh, uh, godly discussion to understand what, what's really going on here. So uh, it sounds like a great event. It's uh, 
Elizabeth Yor is going to be interviewing uh, Father James Altman, and there's going to be also other uh, persecuted priests. And the proceeds are going to help Father uh, Jim Parker's um, cancellation, what he's going through right now. So go to cancelledpriest.org with that. And then Kathy, too, there's a big, there's another big event coming up, and it's, it's actually on my birthday. <laughs> but it's the, uh, oh, no, it's not. It's on Father's Day. The, we'll get to my birthday in a second, hopefully. <laughs> but but uh, no, no, we want to talk about Father's Day first. That's uh, four days before my birthday. And uh, Kathy, maybe you can uh, tell us a little bit about yourself first and then uh, help us to understand what is going on on Father's Day. Well, thank you for having me, Father and Doug. Um, this is such a pleasure to be on the Grace Force podcast. I wore my camo so that it shows that, yeah. I'm a warrior for Christ. Awesome. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I am, at heart, I'm a children's author, and I have created what's called the Virtue Heroes, and I talk about how we want to give children G-force, grace force, to help them be virtuous. So there's, a, there's such an alignment with everything that I'm all about with everything you guys are up to. And so um, I'm particularly excited about what you guys are doing on Father's Day with Catholic Father's Day, this, this fabulous event and, and really movement to really empower Catholic fatherhood um, in a way that is all about the Eucharist. You know, that is the power source. And so we want to get men, you know, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. I want my husband to be spiritually strong. Right. And, and guys don't want it to be complicated. Right. You know, going to adoration is not something complicated. Right. <laughs> And exactly. having adoration, it, now what you guys are planning is amazing. And I don't know if you've talked about it already on the U.S. Grace Force about the, because are you, you're planning the procession with Jesus and doing adoration? Right. So in our diocese, we're having it on the amazing, beautiful grounds, uh, Holy Name Heights, it's called, but the diocesan offices are located there. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to have this beautiful procession and adoration with Bishop Hying and men. And, and everybody is, is welcome to show up for that. But that'll be right on Father's Day. Uh, I think it starts at 1.30, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, uh, that's what we're doing. But there's other sites where the, this is being promoted. We're particularly going out and having this, the procession for sure, and then some, some kind of adoration uh, during that time. And you're right about men too, you know. Make it simple, stupid, right? <laughs> but right. we we're kind of bullet points. You know, just give them the bullet points, and and uh, but that is men. And the thing about adoration too that that's I think geared toward men as well is there, there's there's a lot of push I, I've seen over my 33 years of priesthood for men to get in discussion groups. Well, some men are are tooled for that, but some men just you know I don't want to share my feelings. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you know, I don't want to. And uh, so with adoration, you're there, you're mighty men, you're kneeling as knights before the king of kings, and you're together, but you don't have to sit and share your feelings, right, to, to each other. And so for uh, a lot of men, not all of them, some like to share their feelings, uh, but, uh, 
But for a lot of men, it's a perfect, perfect thing. And I've been doing this for years where I do it every month. And I've been calling it, uh, now I call it a Holy League Night of Nights. But uh, it started out as Nights of Divine Mercy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know why I got away from Nights night of Divine Mercy? Because I want, wanted more Knights of Columbus buy-in. And I, I felt like they were feeling I was competing with them. No, I want all the Knights of Columbus to come to this. But anyways, um, so we what we do is we we oh, expose the blessed sacrament. And it's beautiful. I usually have a, a choir there that's doing polyphony. And then... Um, and then we have a, a aspiring talk, too. Uh, and then we have benediction. And then we have a fraternal social. And then during adoration, they're offered uh, confession. And that's what this is all about, too. And we're going to be offering confession, too, at this uh, Father's Day event. But but all of that, see, is to is to condition us or train us up to, to understand, first of all, get before the Blessed Sacrament. Spend time. You know, it, our, our ancestors always did chapel visits they always st- you know if they t- stopped by a, if they drove by a church they'd stop to do a chapel visit but but the idea of, of spending that quality time before the blessed sacrament so we want to get that in our bones and then the other thing is um I, one thing i don't do anymore is communal penance services and i think they're awesome i i do i think there's a lot of great things but there's one reason i don't do them because it conditioned people to go once or twice a year because when you offer that, they felt that was the only time you're supposed to go. And I, I want I want guys to understand that don't let a whole month go by, right? A month is about the outside. So again, that's what this is doing, is kind of get it in this, this uh, frequent confession in our bones as well. But, but, but with adoration, what that does is it prepares the heart then for the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Now you're coming to the Mass, and now he's the King of Kings. He's awesome. And, and you... You give due reverence and and all that good stuff. You've really received that gift of fear of the Lord, uh, that gift of wonder and, and reverence, uh, the of power of the Holy Spirit that way. So all that is 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 the impetus, I think, for us to do this particular thing on this uh, Father's Day. You know, we just come out of a pandemic where we were you know socially distanced and you know we couldn't see each other's face and. And all this stuff, and we need we need to get together with the King of Kings. We need to get together with each other, and we need to be empowered by our Eucharistic Lord. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And and what I think is beautiful, Father, is that whether a dad can go to a procession or not, he can take a little time and go visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament sure. in Adoration on Father's Day to power yep. up his fatherhood. There you go. You know, and and to power up his fatherhood. That's awesome. Right. And and so and one of the things that I'm doing just as the author that I am is I'm launching my newest tiny virtue hero book on Father's Day. And I just happen oh, to have it, it nearby. <laughs> nice. And it's called Jesus Lost and Found. And it nice. is honoring the fatherhood, the the courageous heroic kindness of saint joseph wow. um and we just we thought let's celebrate the fatherhood of saint joseph yeah. on this special day so where is and that found is it is it what website is that found at this will be this will be available um to get information on virtueheroes.com and then ultimately virtueheroes.com we'll put that yeah. up 
Yeah. And ultimately it'll be available at Catholic stores and yeah. all different kinds of places. Okay, good. But, um, but yeah. And so congratulations. The launch, thank you. And yeah. the launch is, is going to be really sweet because we've got a hashtag of my kind of dad, because we're emphasizing kindness. And so we want everybody to share images or videos of a dad that's behaving with virtue, behaving oh, with kindness, nice. and and then they put that hashtag, and then we're going to give away a couple of free books. Oh, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, but but I've got you know we've all got Saint Joseph a little bit on our mind this year with the year of Saint Joseph, and that leads into what I also do when I'm not doing children's books. Um, I am marketing communications and event planning for Catholic Marketing Networks. Yes. Momentum now, your event. book happens to be a coincidence that you're, it's coming out when we have you on because you're now getting into the real reason we wanted to have you on <laughs> or, the, or, you know, the first reason. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But congratulations on the book. That's awesome. It looks yeah. awesome. Great. It's uh, really sweet. It's yeah. Joseph showing kindness as he and Mary desperately look for Jesus and then find him in the temple. Wow. So you can imagine being Joseph, being like, we lost the son of God. Yeah, right, right. And then what? <laughs> I'm going to be in big trouble for that one. <laughs> I lost the second person of the Holy Trinity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but Yeah, so, but, yeah. Um, so the, the title of our show uh, tonight is the prayers are working, and we're going to get into that because we're we're really hopeful right now, and we're seeing the work of, of God. And then it, it goes, a momentum has begun, and that's it. You actually took that on for the title of this uh, annual uh, Catholic Marketing Network uh, event that's coming up. You want to tell us about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, um, Catholic Marketing Network's been around for over 25 years, and it originally was started by Alan Napleton to connect the people who had a heart for evangelization and faith formation, the people that created the Catholic stuff, you know, the, the, the beautiful sacramentals, publications, all that kind of stuff, with the people that would distribute it, so the stores and, and various ministries. And that was great, and it was a trade show for many years. But in the last five to 10 years, we've seen an explosion of different kinds of ministries. People are coming out of the woodwork, basically wanting to know, what can I do? How can I help? And so CMN is now becoming this place where we gather and we learn and get equipped on how to do the good work for God in better ways together, rather than yeah. separately united united and, yeah yep. and and so it's happening july 27th 28th and 29th that's a tuesday wednesday thursday we'll be in the chicago area we'll be in schaumburg at the schaumburg renaissance and um and so people from father howman's neighborhood and beyond can come and join us and be really uh invited to experience something really special yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. I can't wait. It's yeah. going to be cool. Kathy, what's, what speakers do you have lined up for this uh, event? 
You know what, Doug? It is amazing. The people we began with the patronage of St. Joseph. So it's we're embracing hope with St. Joseph. You know, instead of fear, we want to cling to hope. And so we've got then we've got Father Don Calloway as one of our keynotes. And since the Marians of the Immaculate Conception are our big sponsor, then we also we got a twofer and we got Father Chris Alar in the mix as well. Um, and then we've got just a series of different speakers. Anybody that goes to CatholicMarketing.com can see all the different speakers, but we have Katie Pesha and Ernesto Martinez and even Chuck Naff, who many people are familiar with from his many years on um, on uh, with his uh, uh, radio, radio program. Yeah, Inner Life. Um, I was on right. with Chuck for, uh, gosh, 15 years, it seems. Right, yeah. right. And so we've got Chuck Naff, um, and he's speaking on, and this is to me important in related relation to our conversation about fathers and fatherhood, is his talk is about the power of marriage in ministry, meaning if you keep your marriage strong, if you protect your marriage, then you're going to be able to be more effective in your ministry. Yeah. Because if the evil one wants to hobble a lay Catholic's ministry, the evil one doesn't always attack the ministry. The evil one will attack the marriage. Yep. And so we want these dads to be strong, these moms to be strong, these marriages to be strong, so that we can make a difference. And then I want to gotta... take a second to plug uh, yeah. Chuck's new book. Uh, he's got a great book on marriage called The Deal. And uh, it, I'm, I'm hoping we can put up an image of that now. But it's I, I've read it, and it's like it's like you're in a movie. I mean, yes. I, I, I was with Chuck for 15 years, and he used to be a, a, a newscaster, I think, before he was with Relevant Radio. But his writing skills, you're, you're just like, you're on the edge of your seat. It, it's, it's so well written. So if everybody, get the, get the book, The Deal. It's just incredible. So and, he'll, I'm, I'm sure he'll be there signing books too. Yep. Right, right. And I'll be, and signing, he'll, I'll be he'll... signing our book. Yeah. And he'll be he'll be there not only as a speaker, but yes, for I mean, that's what's the beautiful part is we have Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, we have Brooke Taylor, we have um Bill uh 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 oh my gosh, so many different people. Bill Castle, that's the one I was trying to do, Hector Molina. The list goes on and on and on. And what's beautiful is it's not just all about listening to a presentation. The expo hall at CMN is where, yes, there's buying and selling of stuff, but it's also where you just get to be with people. Yes. You get to be with the people you admire and make connections and figure out how can we work together? Right. So it's it's nifty. And, it, it's, and nifty. it's called Momentum 21. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's what we want to talk about. Because I, I believe, and I think you do too, Doug, and I, all three of us here, there is a momentum, and we're we're we're. I, I like to say we're recovering or uh, restoring, you know, the the, the uh, what's been taken from us, and and uh, and because I think there's there's a spirit that's being ignited in so many people that they want to get out, and they and and so many of these souls that are going to be at Catholic Marketing Network are just on fire 
and and they want to get you know the best of of what makes us Catholic. I always call it the treasure chest of our Catholic faith, and it's just like all these jewels and make them and make them available to us and and to help us to to push forward to gain that momentum back for our church and for our country, right? Yep. It's, it's the, it's, it's funny when you, when you see people walk through the expo hall, this is not like your typical sort of Catholic conference type event, because it's an experience where you breathe in the spirit, these like-minded energized Catholics. It's like you bounce off of each other. You feel the energy yes. in a palpable way. Yes. Yes. And it's, yeah, it's, I, I, I it's fun. It's fun to yes. be around all that joy and and passion. You know, it's just it's awesome. These, these are some of the most exciting souls I've I've ever experienced. So I can't wait. Kathy, in your opinion, how important is uh, something like Catholic Marketing Network? Uh, I mean, break it down if you could a little bit about what it actually does for people. Because is this just is? I mean, you got a lot of bookstore people coming there. Talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the the typical Catholic bookstore. I'm down here in Tyler, Texas, and they just opened one. It, uh, I think about a week ago, the doors opened. I haven't had time to get there yet because I've been out of town working on projects and all. Uh, but this is an area that's about four percent Catholic, so they need people to support this. Who in their right mind starts a business? when their clientele, number one, is only 4%. And of that 4%, not even all of them are faithful to even go to church every Sunday, let alone want to go to a Catholic bookstore to buy something for their house, a crucifix or, you know, a, an amazing book like, like Father's Book, you know? Let, for anyway. <laughs> so what, um, what, tell us a little bit about what the, the whole mindset of someone who starts a Catholic bookstore, because it's really more than just a business plan. It's a bit of a ministry, or very much. It a is. It's a ministry. Yeah. 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 What, what's that all about for the average? Uh, and these the are devout families that are doing it by and Love large. It is. So. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Well, and that's that's I think partly why you have this energy in the room at Momentum is because um, today the image that came to my mind is if you think of a wheel and there's the there's the the hub and all the spokes that come out. So the hub is obviously Jesus. The spokes that come out are all these different kinds of businesses and ministries. And Catholic Marketing Network, I think, can actually act as that frame around the outside. Because if the wheel is trying to roll with all these little individual spokes, it's not going to go anywhere. But when you have a, a organization like Catholic Marketing Network that helps connect all of them, then you actually can keep things rolling. Mm -hmm. And and when you have, like, let's say you have the store, like you're talking about in Tyler, Texas, the stores that actually are thriving, even in the midst of everything going on in our world, are the ones that m become a meeting space. Oh, yeah. They are the ones that are the places of welcome so that people who are curious about Catholic stuff or need an advisor about how do I find this, that, or the other thing? How do I, how do I you know, evangelize my son-in-law who could care less about anything spiritual? And before we had content curators online, we had Catholic small business store owners. They were the original Catholic content curators. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I see now these, these people who, who have various kinds of Catholic businesses, because it's not just the people who have stores. It's also the people that create the, the different things that are sold through stores. And all of these people, they have prayed about what they do. They care deeply about this whole process. And so when you come to CMN, then you get to rub elbows and actually connect with all of them together. And you get to see, oh, there is a reason why it's, it's good to shop at somebody who actually cares about what you care about. Does that make you know, sense? Yeah, you're actually uh, tapping into one of my many dreams, which uh, the, a lot of them won't come true, but... But I actually drive down the street and I'll look in like strip malls or other places and I'll go, that would be a good place or that would be a good for what? For a Catholic coffee shop slash store, right? Where we're unabashedly, unapologetically Catholic with just adorned with all of our Catholic, uh, or, you know, like I said, the jewels in a treasure chest. And, and, uh, and, and it, so it's a hangout. And, and what inspired me to want that dream was what you're talking about. You go into these Catholic gift shops and it's just like you're a family and there's just joy and, and, and everybody's just, you know, so wonderful. And, and it's fun to be around. It's, 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 uh, I don't know. It, 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 so that's always been one of my dreams. I, I've always come up with like, like maybe Gra Gracie's Cafe, you know, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing right now on Thursday nights. I'm kind of fulfilling my dream in a, in a brief way with these Thursday night gatherings where we go down our lawn and we're kind of in that Catholic gift shop, but, or uh, coffee shop. And, uh, but, uh, but to be able to go there and just see everybody and, and, you know, connect and we're, we're in a period right now, Kathy, aren't we? That um, th there's a great, not only desire but need for us to get united right now we we've been the, the, the you know i always see the devil's he's diabolos he's the divider and we went through a year of this social distancing and quarantine and you know like i said you can't see each other's face and we need to get united right kathy well, and, and truly, Father, we have this sort of segregation in the church naturally. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I'm the most excited about CMN is that, you know, on one hand, you're going to see a whole layer of Catholic retailers and suppliers and exhibitors and all those people that have been coming to CMN for years. But now this year, in addition to those people... We have a Catholic conference at which I get to be one of the speakers um, uh, that's run by Catholic Brain, um, Catholic Brain Catechetical Institute, which is for DREs and educators. So we're bringing all these DREs and educators into the mix. Then we have the Catholic Writers Guild, all these aspiring and established writers coming together. We have the Catholic Shrine Association bringing shrine directors to come. And we have SEMA, the Coalition of Marian or Eucharistic and Marian Apostolates, bringing their active members and friends to come. And we're all coming together wow. to be able to work together. That's awesome. So 
Yes, unity is a big deal for this this event. And do we ever need it? <laughs> yep. One of the things, Kathy, I've always looked at Catholic bookstores as is a supply chain for ammunition and armament yes. for the fight. And sure. you know, there's exactly. something very, very, very important about that. Talk a little bit, if you could, about the importance. Because I, I just bought this, in fact, is on my desk right now. I have this right here. Father Yes. Me. Yes. This is awesome. Do you have those medals, Doug? Yes, those I do. Those are look so these. cool. These look at medals. that. Beautiful. Where are you putting those, Doug? I'm going to put these above. I'm going to get, I got one for each of my kids if they want them. I'm uh, going to hang them above the front door. Yep. With That's awesome. St. Benedict Blessing. Here's another really cool one. Yeah. Look at this bad boy. <laughs> right, hangs above the door, you know, yes. like a full blessing. And the great thing about it is, you were up here, and on Sunday, I uh, I did the 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 traditional Benedict blessing and exorcism on those uh, items. Yes, that was, fun. So, that was good to do. I mean, they're geared up and ready to go. And you know, this is the sort of thing I've always looked at as you know, when I would go to a Catholic bookstore or you know, I'm at a venue somewhere to, at a conference I'm speaking at, and the, all the different things are out there laid out on the tables that I can come and buy. And I got these from the men's conference, and I was speaking at in Wisconsin just this last weekend. And the great thing about this is I can buy these items. Um, I'm supporting a, a, a great and very important apostolate with uh, with Catholic uh, you know bookstore work. But then I've got armament. I've got materials to protect and defend, things to learn from, whether it's books or, or I've got rosaries or, or just metals, scapulars, uh, all these types of things. And then, of course, you go get them blessed properly, of course, by uh, an amazing priest like Father Rick. Uh, but this is the sort of thing, Kathy, if you could talk a little bit about how important this is for people to look at, not just I'm buying some Catholic stuff, but I'm buying stuff that's going to help help you know save my soul it will effectively help because these are now sacramentals mm -hmm. and they carry with them something that will help help my soul help my mind visually um, help deepen my faith uh, but also because of they've been blessed with the exorcism blessing blessing the father you know bless them with of saint benedict these now become instruments to 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 chase off the demons the major deterrent for demonic activity so talk about if you could how important it is that we look at this in, the, in, in a type of uh, light and in a type, with a type of perspective that actually says, we need this. We need this. This is, this is ammunition and gear for the battle that we're in until the last moment of our breath. Can you talk a bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, what, what I notice when I'm at CMN is the array of beauty in the various products and publications that people make and make available, even, even the way people present their services and ministries and things. But the, the beauty of, of these things and the, the variety of what people offer and people are coming up with new things all the time. And it is, it is, it is battle gear. It really is. And that's why I love the way you guys talk about it is that because that is the case. But it's also really practical because the first two days are when you come into the expo hall, we're selling wholesale. And so when people come in, we want them to think of making purchases for either a store or their organization because we want 
to be part of the supply chain that is helping all these people trying to do good work. You can't do the good work without financial resources. And so we are putting this array of products and publications out there for the different ministries to say, hey, do you wanna partner with this particular company to sell these particular items to earn money for your ministry? It's like what Father does with the combat rosaries and the whole program. It's like that, but it can be that way for so many other Catholic ministries that can come in and, and be able to connect in that way. And then on Thursday, we sell retail. We're letting our, our uh, exhibitors all sell retail so that then they can recoup the money that they've spent to invest in being at the event. So we're really trying to help everyone survive and flourish. And, and you do so better when you do it together. Yeah, get, getting together. Go ahead, Doug. You were going to say something? Yeah, it's a quick follow-up. I'd like everybody to take a look at this image here. This is an image from the Red Ball Express. Uh, this was, I'm going to read this here, a famed truck convoy system that supplied Allied forces moving quickly through Europe after breaking out from the D-Day beaches in Normandy in 1944. To expedite cargo shipment to the front, trucks emblazoned with Red Balls followed a similarly marked route that was close to civilian traffic. This was an amazing effort they knew that when they hit the beaches you know we all you know we just remembered the anniversary of normandy june 6 1944 at the time we record this here it's uh june 14 but they hit those beaches and they needed the supplies to break out of those beachheads and move inland the goal was not just to hit the beach the goal was to get to berlin and to get to berlin they had a lot of miles they had to cover and they had to move the, the equipment and move the, tr the trucks up the line. They said George Patton, uh, General George Patton, would at times move 80 miles a week. He's covering 80 miles with, with the fuel that he needed for his tanks, the food, the equipment, the ammunition, the, the clothing, everything for these men who were putting their life on the lines. So there's something so amazingly important about that kind of supply line to help keep the effort moving forward. And I like what you said, Kathy, about it takes resources, even financial resources, we oftentimes kind of say, well, you know, Jesus will take care of it. But Jesus has put us in a world that has this natural aspect to it. Like, you know, when the electric company wants the bill paid, you can tell them, well, Jesus will take care of it. They'll say, well, he may have to take care of you because we're shutting your power off. You know, you can't just say that ah, we don't need the natural part of this equation that God has structured in our lives for us. So it's so important for people to support those organizations like what Catholic Marketing Network is trying to do here, get the bookstores, you know, feeling the love, you know, they got to feel the love. They got to know the people are there for them. Not only that, you buy the great materials, you get them blessed with the great priests like Father Heilman, and you surround yourself, your house, you get yourself your brown scapular, make sure you got that, got a miraculous medal and a St. Benedict cross on this as well. This is that Catholic Red Bull Express because we are in a fight. I agree with both of you that the momentum is shifting a bit. It is building a bit in the right direction. Father, you've talked a lot about just the fact that evil is being exposed more and more and yes. more. I mean, lately, the emails that came out from Dr. Fauci pointing out all the lies that were going on or right. all the doctors that were dealing with there being silenced because they were speaking out and asking questions. And then, oh, lo and behold, oh, maybe that whole lab thing in China was accurate. Whatever yeah. it is, whether it's the Me Too movement stuff before all this hit, to what we see politically, the draining of the swamp mites, all of this, Father, you've talked a lot about this, 
evil's being exposed. That's yeah. part of the equation. But now we got to load up, gear up, and be ready to move out and break out of the beachhead because it's not about just hitting the beach. It's about getting to Berlin and really yeah. trying to, to gain back ground that we have lost. And I think I, the momentum is shifting. I, I do too. I, I, I see a lot of um, truth coming to the fore where we were yeah. just buried in lies for yeah. so long. Exactly. I mean, it's just like one lie after another. And then truth wasn't allowed to come out, the censorship that went on for so long. But truth is starting to emerge right now. I, someone put something up clever. They said, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth? Two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, so a lot of truth is emerging, thank God, uh, right now. But the, the thing, you know, I, I, I try to figure out what God's doing. A lot of times I tell God, I don't know how it works, you know, so I'm doing my best here. But uh, but it seems like what, what God allowed was evil to get arrogant. And so evil thought it just could be as evil as it wanted to be, and everybody had to sit down and shut up. And so it, it, it overreached, it exposed. So I, I just feel like that's what we're into. But here's why God may have allowed that as well. It's because... It emboldened us. It inspired us. We're all waking up. We're all picking up our weapons. And and so this. So again, what a great name you gave for uh, Catholic Marketing Network this year. Momentum. So the momentum is going in that direction as these warriors are rising up, realizing we have to be warriors. We can't just be a, a, a faceless uh, name in a pew, you know, it just, right. you, you've got to rise up and you've got to grab your weapons. And I'm looking forward to this. I, I, I just found out my sister who runs the company, the kind of the family business that sells the combat rosary, uh, Roman Catholic gear. Um, she's going to come down there. And so she's going to bring uh, those yeah, uh, jewels of the, of the Catholic faith. So, but it's going to be like a big family reunion and, and people are going to be able to come and get the best of the best of, of these wonderful Catholic, uh, you know, uh, treasures of our faith and just kind of share, you know, it's going to, I, I think it's going to be like a giddy, you know, family reunion. Everybody's going to be sharing joy with each other. And then the speakers, I mean, Father Calloway and uh, Father Allaire and uh, so many amazing uh, speakers, I was I was on your um, your website, which is at catholicmarketingnetwork.com. Actually, it's just catholicmarketing.com. That's it, at catholicmarketing.com. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think we, we will put that up several times mm -hmm. uh, during this podcast. But go there, and it, it, you wouldn't believe the the list of speakers uh, when you when you look at this uh, this event. It's unbelievable. It's just like it looks like eighty speakers are going to be there. But they're all just amazing people. It's it's going to be just a incredible time. So I hope everybody can be there. You want to say anything more about uh, that day, Kathy? Well, and really, what I was thinking about, Father, was you were saying about the treasures of the church, and really, the treasures are the people. Oh yeah. And when Doug was talking about storming the beach at Normandy, they needed the supplies but they needed each other more. Yes. You know, they needed to be equipped, but they never could have done it if they didn't all go on that beach together. Yeah. And I really feel like that is the value of momentum. 
you know, yes. and, and uh, you know, we say you do not have to be some big wig with some big Catholic organization to, to come. You know, if you are a ministry-minded Catholic, if you care about making a difference in our culture and you want to connect with other people that feel that way too, that have that passion, then that's, then that's why you want to come to Momentum. Right. And then you just get to hang out with Father Heilman and me <laughs> and other fun people too. And I'm still trying to get Doug there, but maybe we'll get Doug there next year. <laughs> well, I, I'm still looking at the schedule of the calendar and see if it, it looks tough right now, but there's a possibility. So yeah. I love it. Yeah, and you, when I found out Father Hammer was going, that 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 always sweetens the deal because I always want to <laughs> hang out. We're on every week, but we don't we don't. I'm in Texas and he's in Wisconsin. That's so right. We don't get to hang out together very often. But yeah. I'd like to comment on that point too, Kathy. And, and Father and I have had this kind of one of our. We both know this is a pet peeve for both of us. Is there's the division that we have even within our church among friends call it friendly fire that we take sometimes yes i just want to say look everybody look let's not get into the, the the distraction of you know whether or not someone is making the sign of the cross the right way genuflecting the right way i mean I, and I, I break it down because it even gets to that point sometimes i know we have we have so many so many enemies out there, larger enemies. Ultimately, it's it's the devil and the demons. But we have all these these efforts that are being done from the Great Reset. You know this, you know, and we're seeing right now the G seven is going on right now as we record this. When we hear Boris Johnson come out and say we need to build back better and we need to build back fairer and build back greener and build back uh, more gender neutral and feminine. I mean, this, this kind of stuff going on it, it contradicts so much. And we know this. It contradicts so much of what Christ has given the world through the church. Our church cannot be so fractured and broken. So I'm going to plead with people out there. Let's put some of these more petty or some say, well, they're not petty. Let's put some differences aside for the sake of the bigger picture. Right. In order to storm Amen, the brother. Yeah, you know, Father, I know, Father, you and I have been back and forth on this so many yeah. times about the frustration of seeing this. And, Kathy, you talk about the beaches in Normandy. You are so right on. This armada that hit those beaches was over 6,000 ships. It was made up of British and American and Canadian and Australian, people who didn't like each other half the time. I mean, the Brits were pretty upset because the Americans were kind of dominating their time as they were preparing for this invasion and all the training. And they were, they were, they were a little more outgoing with the women in Britain. I mean, it was, they were taking their girlfriends. I mean, it was, it was a struggle for them, but they knew the common denominator was we had to get to Berlin and end this war. Right. And so we have to learn to work together knowing that we've got different approaches, maybe even to our spirituality. The bottom line is, are we faithful to God's teachings? Are we faithful to his truth? Are we devoted to the Blessed Mother? Right. Look, I talk about Marian apparitions all the time. Not everybody likes to talk about the prophecies of Akita, Japan, fire falling from the sky, or Fatima, you know, the warning of a second world war. I, that, that's very, very heavy on my heart. Or the Rwandan genocide. But if someone just look, I just love Our Lady. Want to pray the Rosary? Want to want to want to venerate my statue of Mary? I don't want to think about some of this. Well, that's fine. You love Our Lady. That's great. All right, but let's get before our Lord in adoration. Let's get to confession. Let's receive Holy Communion with reverence as best we can. Stay in the state of grace. Let's unite, unite, unite. Because what we are facing, and people are not taken seriously enough, this great reset. 
What we are facing is, is an enemy that wants a global government, global religion, and a shutting down of anything good, holy, and true that is of God. And people have got to wake up to the reality of that. But again, as we're talking about here, the momentum is shifting. We need more people to get on board with that momentum and put the differences aside because we have got to confront this enemy as a unified force just like they did. And I think it's a great point you brought that up, uh, Kathy, is you're right. Those guys, they hit those beaches. They needed all the supplies, but they needed all the men. And they needed the camaraderie. And, and they did it. They got it done. And we can do the same thing. Uh, but there's going to be some chaos along the way. And, and we've got we've to be ready and toughened up for it. There, there I go. I went off on a rant for like 15 minutes. It him. was awesome, by the way. <laughs> thank you. It Father. was really good. Well, well thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it's so true. I mean, Kathy, what, what would you say to the people who are hesitant about coming to this the CMN event and, and really, really kind of stepping up to realizing, you know what, I've got to, I've got to engage more in this way. I've got to be part of something like this. What, what's, what's your comment or your advice from the heart? Speak from the heart, Kathy. Tell us how you really feel about it. Well, I just know that the first time I ever walked through the halls of Momentum, you know, or the CMN event, I was a first-time author, and I didn't know what I was getting myself into, and I just remember breathing it all in, and I was, my, it took my breath away to be around so many faith-filled Catholic people, and at a time right now when people are feeling isolated, and even within the church, feeling isolated. Mm -hmm. That is what the enemy wants. The enemy wants us isolated and the enemy wants us discouraged. And so to be energized is power. Okay. And if we want to be able to live lives, I mean, you know, I talk about virtue in all my storybooks. Well, if we want to be able to live lives of virtue, we need to remember that our circumstances are not going to change. But how we persevere in prayer and in our faith through the circumstances, to me, that is the momentum we're seeing. It's not the circumstances are getting better. The circumstances are not. But you come to an event like momentum, and then you get that that power charge to be like, okay, my circumstances don't have to change, but I can be strong in them because I know I'm not alone. Yeah. I, I feel like the, where, where the momentum is going is toward the supernatural yes. it, because we've suffered through, and it, it's been 50 years, uh, as, as well, but but I think especially in the last 10 years, just an assault on the supernatural and assault on uh, everything that has to do with the will of God. It's just been a betrayal of God. And so this has come at us. We just had the readings this weekend about, um, you know, spreading the the, 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 the seeds. We've got to spread the seeds. And uh, I was talking about how the enemy had come in while we're sleeping and sowed wheat. Well, the wheat... Are these lies? Are, is this anti-God movement? Is this indoctrination away from God and into Doug, like like you were talking about? You know, uh, what gender are we this week? And you know, all this stuff that that and, and I, I'm 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 in almost a, a a place of shock because of all the stories I'm hearing, and I'm getting uh, phone calls and emails and texts of people. Father, can you help me? Because 
my daughter just pronounced that she's, you know, homosexual or my son wants to change his gender or, you know, um, abortion. The, uh, so much is going on right now. And so we're seeing this, this weeds that had come in and taken over. Well, what, what, what you're talking about here and what we're all talking about is this need to spread, and I say in an extravagant way, the seeds of the kingdom of God out there so that it overtakes um, the weeds. I think it's interesting, too, that, that in that particular gospel passage I'm talking about, <clears throat> it says, should we pull the weeds up? And Jesus cautions them, no, not just yet, because you might pull the wheat with the weeds. Okay, you know who I thought about right away? The, the, the Father Altman's of the world. Mm. And what you just talked about, Doug, about how we're attacking each other, that we're so, somehow seeing that we're the enemy, or a priest that, that, that with, with fire in his voice warns us all about what the enemy's up to, that right. he's the problem. And so they're pulling up the wheat in, instead of the weed, weeds in, in this particular. we got to be careful. You know, and, and, and so I saw Jesus as saying, no, it's not about pulling it up as much as it is overtaking it. We, we, in other words, they want to, all this stuff to be the new normal. Where it, it, and frankly, I'm seeing spiritual leaders going, oh, well, you know, this is a new age that we're living in. And what are you going to do? And, you know, and, and some even saying that, you know, bless gay marriages and all this stuff. And come on and get Holy Communion, even though you're a mortal sinner. Oh, well, you know, no, no, that, that's not what we're called to do. What we're called to do is to bring our love for God, our belief in, in the will of God, our joy for, for living that way. We have to let that spread. That's the sowing of the seeds, okay, that overtakes the weeds and makes that the new normal or the old normal, you know, made more present right now, right? Wouldn't you say, Kathy? Oh, I, yes. I, I think that, that the, the evil, you know, evil wants to overpower good, but yes. good overcomes evil by growing, you know, exactly. evil, evil overcomes by killing and destroying good overcomes evil by growth. Exactly. And so absolutely that that's why we got to get unified about, we got to get unified right we yeah. got to be this force to be reckoned with that 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 you have to uh, uh admit that there's something to that because look at them look at them all you know um uh, instead of us being satellites or like i said a face in the pew or you know we got to come together and say no this is how you know we are one nation under god this is how we want to live with all morals, with all principles, with all ethics, with all virtues. We want to live like that. We want to be honest, not liars. You know? Yeah. And Father, I'm going to comment, Father. I, I was at your parish this last Sunday and you gave a, I thought, just a, you know, out of the park homily on this. I hope people will go out and check it out on your Facebook page. And I love with the point that you made. I am so sick and tired of the weeds, you said. Yeah. But we have to overwhelm the weeds by we have being. To overwhelm them. 
by being those who plant seeds that are good seeds. Yes. And so we need to grow the ranks. We need we need to grow the deeper faith of, of yes. those that are in the ranks and yes. let, let the grace of God do this. That's why yeah, I, let the fruit come out, just yeah, explode. It, it's gotta come out. And and, yeah. and really in, in light and, and that's, I guess I was looking at this. What's the alternative? You know, we get we get so comfortable, and this is the point that I made at the men's conference, you know, and it's a quote, it's one of my favorite quotes, and we'll put up on the screen here. And the quote is right here. Those, you know, if you get too comfortable, you get soft. If you get soft, you're going to become weak. If you become weak, you can't fight. If you can't fight, you die. And this quote comes from a movie uh, where John Wayne plays Genghis Khan, which is a terrible casting decision, if you ask me. But John Wayne played Genghis Khan. I always thought that. <laughs> Did you see the movie, Father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called The Conqueror, I think. But it's kind of a cheesy, uh, cheesy movie. But the point is that the, it's like the day before he's about to overtake some village the elder comes out, the elders, and they're trying to calm him down. No, oh, no, no, we give you some comfort. We'll give you relaxation and this and that. And someone in the scene, I forget who, says, you know, no, the men will stay out here and sleep on the ground, and they will stay tough because if they get too comfortable, they'll get soft. And if they get soft, they'll become weak. And if they become weak, they can't fight. And if they can't fight, they die. Yeah. Spiritually speaking, physically speaking, the same goes with us. We do need to recognize that what's going on here requires us to get a little bit uncomfortable so we can toughen up and be ready to engage in the fight. And that's the great thing about these events, like you're talking about, Kathy, with CMN and Momentum 21, uh, and just all the different things. When you go to a Catholic bookstore, it's not as if you're going just to get luxury items. You go to a Catholic bookstore to get some nice stuff. Sure, there's great stuff there, but there's always the challenge. Like, find the book Fire Within, written by Father Thomas Dubay. It gets into the contemplative prayer life of Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross, two mystics and doctors of the church. When I read that, it blew me away. It took me several months to read because I started slowing down as I was reading it and highlighting entire pages. But it was not comfortable, but it was life-changing. And that's the kind of material you find at a place like a good, solid, faithful Catholic bookstore. So people, support your local Catholic bookstores. Get the armament and ammunition because we got to get to Berlin. I know yes. some people say I'm talking anti-German. I'm talking in relation to World War II, okay? <laughs> we don't just storm the beach and say, hey, guys, we're on the beach now. We made it. No. You establish the beachhead and then you break out of that beachhead as a team, united. Build the momentum right. and get to where you need to go to accomplish the mission. Yep. Well, and, hey, go ahead, Kathy. Well, no, and I and I was thinking about what you were saying about people getting the momentum and and getting energized and all that. And if you don't, you know, get get that energy and act, you're going to die and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And we watch so many young adults with their faith that seems like it's dying. You know, mm -hmm. they get raised in the Catholic Church, they leave, and it seems like it dies. Well, that's one of the things I've noticed with my little tiny Virtuero books is that. When a grandparent gives a copy to a young adult parent with young children and they read it to the little child, it's stealth evangelization <laughs> for the ones that are sort of dead on the field, if you yep. know what I mean. Yep. Because then the young parent is touched at the same time that they're reading the yeah. story to the little kid. Yeah, that's good. So I feel like we're doing a little bit of battlefield triage with these little children's storybooks. That's good. Yeah. Trying to give give some uh, you know some energy so they don't die because we don't want them to. You know. Yeah. yeah. 
Say uh, we're running out of time, and before we uh, end, I wanted to talk about my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to put a list up on the screen here of the things that Father <laughs> would like you to buy him for his birthday. <laughs> no, I, I, I am uh, going over the top about my birthday because it is landing on one of these Thursday nights where we do the Holy Hour of Adoration in our parish. And, uh, and also we go out and have this uh, super social, I call it. It's amazing. Out on the lawn where I call Gracie's Cafe. But As opposed to a super spreading event, it's a super social event. <laughs> exactly. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but anyway, it's it's June 24th, which is the Feast of St. John the Baptist, which I love that guy. And uh, you built my love because we share a birthday together. But but it's also, and this is why I'm really making a, why I'm being obnoxious about it, is that um, when I was 23 years old, people have heard this, so I'm going to say it real fast because I'm repeating myself. But when I was 23 years old, I got a one-day call to the vocation of the priesthood. Uh, not so much the day before, not you know, not so much. And and when uh, one day I, it was so strong I couldn't say no. I told my parents. I said I'm going to be a priest. We called the vocation director. The rest is history. And that was on my 23rd birthday. I turned 63 this year, so it's a 40th anniversary of my one-day call to the priesthood. So that is really cool. I think. And I found out too that it happened to be the day that Our Lady uh, appeared in Medjugorje for the first time. Uh, my 23rd birthday was June 24th, 1981. So that's pretty cool, too. Uh, so it's the 40th anniversary of those apparitions as well. Uh, come, 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 please. Uh, it's going to be an amazing night. We're going to pull out the grill and burgers and brats. If you want to bring a dish to pass, that'd be great. Uh, bring expensive gifts. Make sure you bring expensive gifts. To it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, but that's June 24th, and uh, and please everyone, if if you would come to that. So uh, and Doug too, we're going to be planning for next week's show, and realize that it airs the night before my birthday. But that's also the eve of St. John, where St. John's fire is traditionally yeah. the bonfire. Yep. So uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to you know. Do a little bit of uh, about that and and uh, just uh, St. John the Baptist and all and that. You're, you're burning some stuff that night, I hear. Yeah, we are going to have a St. John's bonfire yeah. uh, on my birthday. So, But, on, but what, what are you burning? You said you, you told Well, me. last year I actually did this. I, I bought a bunch of these witch dolls because in some <laughs> parts of the world, that's what they do. They burn effigies of witches. And so, but I, I, I think I want to promote that we burn that we burn um, uh, things like Ouija boards or or things like that. Anything that, that people are using that's getting you know demonic influence, uh, do that on 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 that. So so it's, it's gonna be fun, and yeah. uh, so please everybody, it's gonna be hilarious. So please everybody come and yeah, don't people, forget don't forget the expensive gifts. What yeah, if if anybody's not familiar with your parish, and I know you you post a lot on on your social media about this, but the flags you have out the flag. Yeah. Of of Jesus, you know, peeking around the U.S. flag. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says it says faith over fear at the bottom of the flag. Yes, yes. Yeah. it's just it's a re it's the the grounds of your parish are just uh, there's something unique there. When I because I, I was telling you before the show started, I before I left yesterday, you had celebrated mass. You were going in to celebrate the second mass, and and I, I had a few minutes before I had to head to the airport, so I drove up around the back where the where the cemetery is, and you got a beautiful prayer garden up there. Yeah. For, um, Miracle of Life Rosary Garden. That's it. That's it. Rosarygarden.org. You can go find it. What is it again? What is it? Rosarygarden.org. Okay, we'll get that on the screen here. Rosarygarden.org. 
Yeah. And I just sat there and I, I prayed for a while and I thought I got a few minutes and I just, cause it's up on a hill and it looks down towards your parish and your rectory. And there's Gracie running around the backyard. There was the fenced in area and the little kids from Gracie's cafe, the parents are talking and the kids are running up and down the fence with her. And, and it was just, it was just beautiful. And you know what? I see if we can throw this up here now. Let me get these up here. These are some selfies I tried to take <laughs> of, uh, we're going to put these in here. So selfies I tried to take of me and Gracie. After I got done praying, I went down to say hi to Gracie before I left. And yeah, they didn't turn out very well, but yeah, here's some, <laughs> some shots of it right here. But in general, Father, you got such a blessed area there, just yeah. outside of Madison, which is incredibly liberal in some ways. Yeah, but, we're, we're just on the edge of 77 square miles surrounded by reality. That's... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, wanna... get, I, I get to go into Madison to get my stuff, and then I quickly come back out to buy buff. <laughs> but I grew up in Madison, so I, I can joke about it. Yeah. No, but it's a great place. So I encourage people who are in the area or passing through to try to stop by and visit Father's Parish, especially for his birthday. I wish I could be back up there for that. It just, it's going to be a great evening for you, Father, and you deserve it. Awesome. God bless you. You've been a real, a real leader Thanks. for so many of us. I'm really looking forward. It's it like more of my birthday. Like I said, it's my 40th anniversary. Yeah. Also, that's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. Expensive gifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, and tell us about the food that's going to be served. And I believe you, you, you're saying that you think this is the, the heavenly banquet food. I yeah, know. I, I believe when we all die, we'll go to heaven. And the messianic, <clears throat> the messianic banquet is going to be brats and burgers. So, <laughs> <clears throat> but that's what we're going to be serving. And then whatever other, um, uh, dish people bring to pass so it'll be it's gonna be all fun that's so, wonderful that's amazing and then and then i play beach boys music so <laughs> <laughs> that's from my era uh, and are you going to do karaoke father yeah I'm, we're hoping to do karaoke because i do a mean elvis presley you do I've heard <laughs> <something>. yeah. <laughs> so uh, like i say all fun so please, yeah. please join us all right. All right, Kathy, this was really great. Yeah. I loved having you Thanks on. And, on yeah. uh, it, this, was, this was really, really good. And uh, good luck uh, and God blessing, God's blessing for your book. That's cool, too. I mean, that again, that was a coincidence that you, you got a book coming out. We want to talk about Momentum 21. So uh, make sure everybody gets that. That looks awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm really looking forward to Momentum 21. It's going to be like an enormous family reunion. It's going to be awesome. So everybody who can make it, please uh, please come. Anything else you want to say, Doug? Well, just again, real quick, Kathy, let's, let's put up on the screen here again. Where can they go to get your book and your other um, books? All the information about the Virtue Heroes series and when the books will be book is available and where and all that is at virtueheroes.com. Virtueheroes.com. And and then if anybody needs to know anything about coming to the Momentum event or Catholic Marketing Network, like why would you want to be a member, you know, or just attend, whatever, that's at CatholicMarketing.com. Catholic so those are the two. Okay, awesome. Great. All right. Okay. God bless. All right. Enjoyed it. Let's end. Um, I want to do a, a quick prayer for everybody. Sure. Mm -hmm. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love and may almighty god bless you the father the son and the holy spirit amen, amen. a holy spirit revival is coming amen god bless you all